Welcome to In It Together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Welcome back, guys. Yes, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. So we're concluding our inner child series today and we're tackling the toughest part of this whole process, right? Reintegrating the inner child. Yes, this is the hardest step, right? This is restoring the inner child. And so I think today's podcast is going to be really interesting and very helpful. Yeah, I hope so. And this is something, well, I'm going to be honest, right? We still are in the process of reintegrating our inner child. Uh, so this is it's a work in progress for us. We're going to share what we do, uh, what it is. We're finishing up the series with this, of course. We've already tackled the reacquainting your inner child, reparenting your inner child. And this is, again, this is the last step and the hardest step. Exactly. And so a lot of people are like, what does reintegrating the child even mean? Like, what does that mean? So restore is where I like to go with this. So restoring the inner child so that they're no longer acting out, right? We need to teach our inner child that it is the adults that are going to be making the decisions, not you. But we hear you and we take what you have to say into consideration. And we need to make sure that they're heard and they're seen and giving them a voice. Because the goal of restoring or reintegrating the inner child isn't to silence them so that they go away. It is to learn to cohabitate with them. You know, and once you can do that, once you can make sure that you're meeting their needs, then you're going to have less outbursts, less triggered moments. You're going to be coming from a more logical place. And then you're just going to feel a little bit more peaceful and balanced. So that's the whole process of the restoration and the reintegrating of the inner child back into your life in a healthy manner. And I was just getting used to my tantrums. At least somebody was getting used to your tantrums. I'm, I'm really happy. Like, I love your inner child to death no matter what. He'll always be like my first child, pretty much, because we met so long ago. But Thanks, it's time for him to move on up, you know, self-actualize. Yeah. So how do we how, what's the first phase? How do we start this process? OK, so the first phase is that basically I want you to take everything that you've learned from reacquainting the inner child and reparenting the inner child. Right. So take everything that you got from that, your thoughts, your feelings, those aha moments. And then what you're going to do is you're going to come up with your plan. Okay. And we're going to talk a little bit in depth about this. So I guess let me start with, here's an example, right? So if your inner child lost their voice, you would want a plan that truly focuses on self-expression and self-compassion. Okay. But that's not what everybody's going to need because everybody's inner child has experienced something different. So that's why it's really important that you refer back to those two podcasts so that you can actually figure out what did my inner child need? What went wrong here? Because then you're going to take that and then say, okay, so if this is what happened and I lost my voice, I needed more of this, 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 and this. And then you start working the plan as to how you're going to implement those things on a daily basis. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're just tuning into this podcast, you definitely want to go back to the reacquainting yourself with your inner child podcast to make sure you understand what the inner child is, how it manifests itself and start to learn how it communicates right to us. And that's what we kind of talk about in that one. And and then the reparenting is is you kind of taking control over your inner child a little bit more. And this is, again, like we said, this is the last step in in really just managing what this inner child is. Exactly, because it's so important that you 
know your inner child's needs. You know, you can't just listen to this podcast, like, okay, what's my plan? So that's why we set it up that way. The three R's of inner child healing. And I think it's really important the way that you said it. And when you're listening to the reparenting one, make sure that you're focusing on exactly what your inner child needed and what things you needed to put in place to teach your inner child just that. Because those teaching moments, you're going to have to, quote unquote, reintegrate into your plan because you can't just teach someone something once, talk about it once and expect them to learn that, especially a child. So it's really important that you take that information and bring it along with you because it will be part of this plan that you're going to put together. And what's important also to note is the fact that we will always have an inner child within us. It's not going away anytime soon. (laughs) We're still going to have tantrums as much fun as that is. Uh, But we, we have to understand that this is part of our healing journey our growth is understanding that this is something that's always going to be with us just like all of our trauma is something that stays with us it's about managing it it's about evolving and transforming it into something positive for our life and not getting rid of it exactly it's about awareness and acceptance you have to be aware that you have an inner child which is what we talk about in reintegrating the inner child and at the same time you have to be accepting You have to be okay with what it is because the more you try to fight your inner child, you're going to lose. You ever have a fight with a kid? Like, go ahead. Try going head to head with a six or a seven year old. Nothing logically makes sense to them. But this, but this, but this, but that, but I feel, but no, you, you're not going to win trying to push away and argue and silence a child. All you're going to get other behaviors that are going to manifest from the unresolved emotions. So you're going to get anger. You're going to feel like you're not good enough. You're going to feel like a petulant child. You're going to take tantrums and, you know, yell and lash out. And we don't want that. We don't want that anymore. But you can't not want the child. You can't be like, okay, inner child, take your things, pack up and go. You can't do that. The inner child. As much as sometimes we would like to, right? Yeah. Or as much as you'd like to pack up somebody else's inner child and be like, (laughs) you know what? We're rehoming you because this just is not working. I know. We should do a podcast rehoming your inner child. Rehoming your inner child. (laughs) That'd be nice. Anybody looking to foster my inner child because they are really driving me crazy right now. But I think it's really important that we kind of just hone in on that part that the goal of healing the inner child does not mean that your inner child is going to disappear. And I get that all the time. I hate my inner child. I want nothing to do with it. They're aggravating. I just want to get rid of it. I just want to, nope, 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 and nope. Because what you're saying right now is what you said as a child to get you right where you are. So you want to be here again in 10 years? Then let's work on that. Exactly. It's about working, right? It's a work, it's a work in progress. That's what all of this is, right? It's a journey. It's not a destination. It's a journey. So it's understanding what needs to be done, implementing that, And then again, transforming it into something positive. Right. And we talk about in the reintegrating of the inner child, the age of onset. Now, this is where you emotionally become stunted, depending on whatever your trauma was at that time. So the goal, just like we're growing and we're learning as adults, is that the emotional age of our emotions grows with us. So maybe we're not going to respond like a five-year-old all the time when we're upset. But we can slowly start coming from a more logical place. So I think it's it's really important that we understand that self-expression, self-compassion are going to be huge if those are things that you did not have when you were younger. So what you'll want to do is you'll want to make sure that you're finding time to express your emotions without judgment. Okay? Allowing your inner child to 
Hey, how do you feel right now? What's going on with you? And not passing judgment. They're entitled to feel how they want to entitled. Your goal isn't try to, to change the way that you're feeling on the inside or those thoughts that are coming through your head or to quote unquote change the way the inner child's thinking. Your job is to just hold space for that and say, I hear you. I understand. It's okay to feel that way. Now let's find what's the best route to be able to get through this. That's scaffolding. That's reparenting. Because that's what this healing the inner child is all about is just giving them a voice, right? So it's really important that you show yourself love and compassion for these emotions because they will come up and your inner child will not leave you. But that's really important that we had to just kind of go through that. And again, not everybody's inner child is like mine. Not everybody's inner child lost their voice necessarily and needs their plan to focus on self-expression and self-compassion. There's different things. Yeah, definitely. And the goal here, of course, is like we said, is understanding that you have this inner child. And when our inner child goes into a tantrum, we know from reacquainting our inner child, we from that podcast, we know we understand how to be present with our inner child. So once we recognize that it is our inner child having this tantrum, then we go into our reparenting, right? It's okay. I hear you. I listen. I, I know that it's you. What is it that you need? Right. That's the reparenting part. And the integrating part, of course, is understanding that we need to take care of that so it happens less. Exactly. Because if you don't, if you have a child that's having a tantrum and you're like, cry it out. Crying it out doesn't work all the time, especially when you're an adult and you got shit you got to handle. It's like, I can't keep crying this out. So it's like, OK, you remove yourself from whatever's going on. Say, OK, what do you need right now? OK, I hear you. Like you talk out loud to yourself and then you listen to your thoughts and you're going to get it right. It's really important that you practice whatever your plan that you come up with daily. You cannot open up the doors to say, hey, to your inner child, like in the reintegration process. Remember me? And then go into reparenting them and teaching them all the things they want and then being like, all right, pack your bags and leave. You're abandoning them. So this is why it's important that you do what you just said. Hey, I hear you reacquainting. I see you. You're there. Reparenting. What do you need? Implementing, restoring. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Step A, B, and C. And if you do that all the time, eventually, sometimes your inner child will meet its own needs. You'll just feel better and you'll just know what you need to do. And then afterwards, you can say, you're welcome. You know, because it's just the process and it's and it, and it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be annoying. It doesn't have to be a chore. It should feel good to give yourself what you need. But this is where trauma tricks us. Trauma makes us think that you're not worthy of that. At least in my trauma, you're not worthy of that. You you don't deserve that. You're worthless. So it's really important that you counteract that voice with your own voice. I am worthy of that. I am lovable. Giving yourself some love and compassion don't abandon your inner child. It's really important that in order for your inner child to continue to grow, that you put a plan in place to make sure you do what you said you were going to do when you were reparenting them. That's how you build trust with yourself. That's how you learn to trust yourself. And that's how your intuition starts to develop. And that's how you learn to just feel confident because it's like, hey, I said I was going to do something. I stuck to it and I did it and I feel good about it. And I've been consistent with it. It's okay to be a little vulnerable and heal here. I mean, that's that's on a whole other level. That's a whole other podcast we can talk about. Well, accountability and consistency is, you know, fundamental to parenting, you know, whether it's your inner child or your real child. Right. Yeah. That's what kids need. Right. They need consistency and they need accountability. You know, so those are things just like you would parent your own child. You have to do that to yourself because that's what we lacked in that age of onset, whatever that age may be for you, those are the things we lacked and that's why we kind of find ourselves here. So it's important to stay consistent with yourself, with your inner child, 
and hold yourself accountable to the things that you say you're going to do. Exactly. And the more that you include thoughts of yourself as an inner child, that you visualize yourself, you picture yourself in everything that you do, the more integrated they are going to become in your adult life in a very, very healthy way. So instead of them being petulant and freaking out and you being triggered and having tantrums and not getting your own way and feeling needy and clingy and all those amazing things, right? You'll have the inner child that you know, is in the driver's seat with you that's there. And hey, how are you? Wearing its seatbelt, kind of going along for a ride. And sitting in the back seat, taking a tantrum. You know, it's, it's bringing them closer. So the more you can ask yourself every day, hey, what do I need right now? What do you need? You're going to hear things like, I need a break. I need peace. I want to play. I want to have fun. I feel bored. I want to feel loved. I want to feel worthy. Then you're like, okay, I hear you. Okay, I got you. And then it's up to you to come up with that plan to restore all of that that they're missing. How can I show myself that I need love right now. How can I show myself that I'm worthy? Well, you know what? I haven't taken time for myself today. I've been doing everything for everybody else. I'm a great employee, a great parent, a great this, a great that, and I'm half-assing everything else. And here I am with the last 10 minutes of the night saying, hey, hey, buddy, I hope this 10 minutes a day is good enough for you. Guilty as charged. And that's why we're trying to work on that, right? That's it in a nutshell, right? No longer is your inner child throwing tantrums that you can't control anymore now your inner child is just communicating with you so you understand what it needs you can provide it what it needs and you're in a great symbiotic relationship right with yourself that's the goal right no longer is it just a tantrum that you have no control over right in the moment but it's actually okay this is what i need you give it what you need and you feel good about giving yourself what you need in the moment and let me give you guys just a quick example. I was driving earlier today, right? And if I didn't listen to my inner child, guess who'd be having a tantrum? Probably tomorrow, me, right? But I'm driving and I randomly said to myself, what do you need today? I haven't asked myself in like days, what do you need? And I heard that I just needed some pampering, some self-care, some TLC. And I was like, all right, I got you. And then I heard, don't forget about me. And I was like, oh shit. Like, okay, I gotta, I gotta step up. I gotta, you know, I gotta do something about this. But as long as I do that, as long as after today, I, you know, I have a couple more hours of things I'm going to do. But as long as I stop whatever I'm doing and say, OK, pampering time and I do that, my inner child's going to feel seen, happy, loved. I'm going to feel good in my adult body. And guess what? I'm least likely to have a tantrum tomorrow. I'm not making any promises. I'm not saying I'm not going to have a hard time with something else, but it won't be because I ignored myself today. That's for sure. You know, and that's all that that is, is just being consistent. You know, you can't give your kid a hug on a Sunday and expect them to, to be okay until next Sunday. You know, every day, give them a little. Every day, let them know that they're loved. Every day, just be consistent. You are worthy of that. And that's what trauma does. Trauma tries to trick you. You know, that's, I mean, that's what had to have happened for you to get to where you are, right? It was cumulative. It was over time. It was over time thinking you weren't worthy. So guess what? You can't do a little bit of self-care two days out of a week and be like, yeah, it's not working. <laughs> You have to give yourself the time to be like, oh, that does work. That does feel good when I do it consistently. And the problem is, is that we want the self-gratifying, immediate response to just feel good. It's like if I eat one salad, I best have abs when I wake up. You know, you're not going to eat a whole pizza and wake up fat the next day. You know, that's just that's not how it works. It takes time. Are you sure? <laughs> I am sure. Why? You want some pizza today? No, because I that's how I feel. I feel like I eat a whole pizza and I wake up fat the next day. You feel fat because your brain is convincing you that you're fat for what you did last night, but you're not any, you don't weigh anything different, maybe a couple pounds, but I mean, you're not, 
You know, it's 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 the analogy that it's just things don't happen overnight. You know, I know we live in this immediate gratification society right now that people forget that it takes time, it takes work to get to a, to any level, right? No matter what it is, right? It takes time to build habits, good habits. It takes time to go on this self-healing journey and it's not immediate you're not going to immediately see the effects of this right if you've listened to us for we're going up on a year almost right of doing yes. these podcasts right so and and we want to talk a little bit about like our 50th which is coming up and and we're excited about that we want to make a big and we'll talk a little bit more about that but getting back to our point here it takes time it takes time and effort to get to where you want to be. Right. And that's, it's a full-time job. You know, it's a journey. You're not going to go on a road trip and be like, why am I not the Grand Canyon yet? I just left my house yesterday. It's, that's really what it is. I'm sorry, but I function on analogies, people. It just really helps me. Okay. But that's what it is. It's going to take time to go cross country. It takes time to travel the world. And if you look at it, as a journey, as a, as a trip, as a, as something like an excursion. If you look at it from that perspective, you'll appreciate it a little bit more because you'll slow down, you'll stop, you'll find the good, you know, pull your car over every once in a while and say, I'm, I'm done doing some healing shit today. I'm just going to enjoy where I'm at. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to look back and I'm going to see how far I've actually come. You know, it's important. That's part of restoring the inner child. You can't just be beating your inner child up all the time that you need to grow. You need to grow. You need to grow. You need to be able to say, Hey, look what you did. Look how far you've come. You are worthy. People do listen to you. You do have important things to say. And I want to hear more about it. That's really what it's all about, people. Absolutely. And it takes a plan. So, and that's what we're going to talk about next, right, is how do you develop a plan to, and, and it's specific to you because your inner child is different than my inner child, right? Your inner child is going to need something different from you. So in, reintegrating the inner child is going to take that. It's going to take some hard work, some planning to understand. You have to be able to, again, go back to the other two podcasts, understand the, the, the other two processes. And then once you have a good grasp of that, then at that point you start to put a plan in place that you will work on on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis to, to get you to that point. Again, the point, the the end goal here is to not deal with the tantrums anymore, but to understand yourself, to be present within yourself, and to be able to help yourself move and grow forward. Exactly. The tantrums, the anger, the lashing out, that's just the smoke, okay? That's just a byproduct of what's going on underneath. So try to not focus you said it perfectly on those things. Let's kind of get to the bottom. So I think that's fantastic. So I think this is a good time to break for our special message. But when we get back, we'll talk about like our plans, right? Because again, as we as we said before, this is something that we're working on currently. So we're gonna we're gonna do this all together, right? We have our plans. We'll share those plans with you. We'll uh, help you to develop your own plan to move forward to reintegrate your inner child if if you're there already. Um, so we'll pause here for our quick message. And when we get back, we'll go right back into reintegrating our inner child. We always hear how much the podcast has positively impacted all of you. So now here's an opportunity to help us continue making content. And we've made it simple by partnering with Patreon. You can find the link in the episode description. For your subscription, we've added additional bonus incentives, which include a newsletter, 
access to the In It Together Patreon group, and special access to upcoming private episodes with Jay. For our top subscribers, you'll even get monthly access to Jay and I via Zoom. We're grateful for your support, and don't forget to keep sharing the podcast with everyone you know. Together, we can help grow the In It Together family. Now back to the podcast. So we've been talking about reintegrating our inner child, and now we're going to want to kind of switch gears and talk about how what the plan is, how to implement it. Uh, so let's first talk about like establishing a plan. We can talk about like our plans, right? Yeah. So I'm going to start with my plan. And here's the thing. I love list. I do better with list. I do better with reminders. But a plan takes it a little bit further. So here's my plan. Twice a day, once in the morning before everybody gets up and midday. So I'm not waiting 10 minutes before I go to sleep because that's for something else. I need to check in with myself for 15 minutes. I need to sit with myself and I call it my five point plan. I'm going to ask myself in that moment, what is it that I need right now? Where am I feeling, if anything, in my body? What are my needs? Have I done anything special just for myself today? And if not, what is it that I need to do? 15 minutes. That takes me five minutes to go through that and then 10 minutes to implement something small for myself. And I want to do that twice a day. And in that plan, I also want to ask, because my inner child's the child that will give you their last gummy bear because they want to make you happy. They will give everything that they have to you and they will left with nothing and they will be okay with that because they believe that they are not worthy of it. So I need to, in this plan, make sure that I say, before I do anything for anybody else, have I done something for myself? And if I choose to do something for somebody else, I will then do something for myself afterwards and I will check myself. I will have pause. If someone asks me to do something, my first response shouldn't be, okay, sure, what can I do for you? Even if I have the time, my first response needs to be, let me check, I'll get right back to you or give me a moment. This way I can sit with myself and I can make sure and assess, am I doing this to please? Do I have the space to do this? Am I going, is this going to cause me some discomfort? or whatever. I think it's really important that I do this at least twice a day for 15 minutes to ask myself those five point questions, which I call my five point plan. And then also integrate into that, that I need to make sure that I've done something for myself before I can help another person. You've already identified what your inner child is, right? And it's, it comes from a place of constantly looking for self-worth or self-value in the things that they can do and that they can provide. So it is important for you to be a little bit more selfish in terms of like, what are my needs? That's what your inner child was lacking, right? I uh, was constantly looking for that validation. So your your inner child is constantly looking to please and co- looking to, you know, fawn. So it's, it's, it's important for you uh, because you've established that's what your inner child is, that you give, again, that's part of the reparenting, right? You're giving them what they need. What is it that you need first? You know, you're the most important thing first. And that that's what's important for you. Whereas, you know, some someone like myself, right? Uh, I'm completely different. My inner child's completely different. My inner child comes from a place that it has to be in control because I lack so much control in my life that everything, I, I'm constantly looking at where, where the next threat is going to come from, right? And for me, my inner child needs time to not think about what's ahead. What You know, I'm constantly looking at what 10 steps ahead that I'm never present where I am and where I need to be. And that's what I need to work on. That's what my plan is, right? The same thing, sitting, you know, 15 minutes 
a day sitting by myself. But for me, it's really thinking about, okay, in the moment, stay within the moment. Don't think 30 steps ahead. What do I need to do next? Who do I need to talk to next? Or what my plan is for the next couple hours or the next couple days or the next month. But be in the moment understand just being in the moment. You need to learn to be a little vulnerable and relinquish some control. And that means having to sit there quietly, you know, binaural beats or just doing something to relax, to just be present, be mindful. Where am I at in this moment? How do I feel in this moment? Is it healthy for me to be constantly thinking what's next, what's next, what's next? No, it's not. So I think for you, that's that's important that you do that. And as you can see, this is why we went through the, uh, you know, the reacquainting and reparenting the inner child. We've done this work together so we knew we know know what our our inner child needs so that's why we had to come up with plans because we're still going to mess up if there's no if you fail to plan you plan to fail you know that's one of my favorite quotes so it's really important that you have a plan and funny enough it's one of my favorite quotes that I always fail but I've been doing so much better since I realized that plans and accountability work and I just want to say that when you said that I was almost laughing over here that you know you need to be a little selfish I was like I want everybody to know that if I saw you broken down on the side of the road it's not like I would drive past you and be like nope like I would slow down I would make sure and I would help but I need to make sure that I haven't helped 16 people already that's been on the side of the road and by the time I get to you I'm so exhausted that I haven't taken care of myself it's just really really important and you you do actually a very good job I think of meeting your needs and having your alone time like I value that about you I admire the fact I'm like here I am up here my husband's been down there for you know several hours watching the shows but it's like I need a little bit of him I need a little bit of that inner child where he's like screw the world I'm just gonna take some time for myself I need to do that. So I just wanted to say that I do admire that about your inner child. And I'm going to, you know, that's part of implementing a little bit of you into into me, you know, so. So let's talk about for our listeners, right? Let's talk about how do they create their own plan? Where do they start? And what are some tips and tricks for, for doing that? So first and foremost, you're going to need a schedule. Everybody should have a schedule, whether you're not working on your inner child or whether you're whatever it is that you're doing a schedule. If you're flying by the seat of your pants every day, you will always come last because other shit's going to fly at you. There's always going to be something to do. There's always going to be something left unfinished. It should never be you. You should never be unfinished. At the end of the day, the project can wait. You cannot. So have a plan. So you'll tell yourself, whether it's once a day, start with once a day. I'm doing twice a day because I'm challenging myself, but start with once a day. 15 minutes midday, not at the end of the night because you're going to be exhausted as crap and not in the morning, but midday, your lunch hour. Take that time to be present with your food. And it might not be 15 minutes to begin with. Maybe it's just five minutes, right? Yeah, five or 10 minutes. Just to get started, just to get going. Um, But be consistent with yourself. And that's what's important, that you take whatever time it is and stay consistent. Same time every day. Just do that for week one. Every day, let's say 10 minutes right at lunch. I've enjoyed my sandwich and my chips. And I'm just going to relax here and I'm going to read my book or I'm just going to play a little bit of a video, you know, a little game on my phone. I'm just, I'm going to ask my inner child what I need. Yeah, I I think that's the important part because that's what I do, right? I kind of zone out and I'll either play video games or I'll watch a show and that's my time where I'm zoning out. But I'm not being present. Nope. So it's important to be present with yourself. So take that time to not do anything, just sit with yourself. And that's what I have to do, right? Sit with yourself, not doing anything, not occupying your mind with anything, but just sit there and, and ask yourself, what is it that you need? And then listen to your gut. So right now, if I was to ask myself, what is it that I need? 
You know, the first thought that comes to my head is I need TLC. I've been hearing it all day. I need some time for myself. So listen to your gut. You know, you'll hear loud and clear. And some of the things, remember, if it's an inner child, they're not going to give you some elaborate, this is what you need and this is where you find peace and balance. It's a little kid. You know, you're looking at three words. I need food, whatever it is, you know, it's how it's going to be. Now, remember, the other thing you want to consider is, is this is about 5, 10, 15 minutes a day. You start at 5, work your way up to 10. By week three, you should probably get up to 15 minutes. You could probably do that a day. That's not a lot, but it will make a huge impact on how you feel and how the rest of your day goes. So here's my other tip. Make sure, regardless whether you're working on your inner child or not, that your basic needs are met. You've slept. You've ate. You cannot go all day and be like, oh man, I hear this from moms all the time that are home or I haven't ate all day. I just, I just been picking out my kid's food. It's literally like having your, your little kid walk around the house and throwing them scraps of food every few minutes. Hey, there you go. I ate this over here. No, you deserve to sit down and eat your food in peace. Not working, not answering emails, eat your lunch like a child. Sit there, look at your goldfishies, Doritos, whatever it is, your sandwich, and just enjoy it. Like, oh, this tastes so good. Just like relax. Make sure those basic needs are met. It's important. The other thing is, is when you're developing your 15-minute plan, enjoyment. Finding things that you enjoy. Cloud watching, looking at birds, listening to music. I like driving in my car, listening to music with the wind blowing in my face. It's like 40 degrees right now, 30 degrees. It's not fun, but I enjoy that. You know, so a car ride. Maybe it's like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a car ride. Just going to put my music on and I'm just going to go. You know, what 16 year old didn't like hopping into their car, whether it was a hoopty or not, and just going for a ride and feeling cool? Do it. Do something that you enjoy. It can't be all about work and paying bills and problem solving and logic. Your inner child thinks that's boring. That's why your inner child did not like school at times. This is boring. This is dumb. Can I just go play? You have to find time to play. So those are my tips. Make sure your inner needs are met. For your children, you need to make sure your children do what? They eat, they sleep, and they enjoy themselves. The same applies for your inner child. Absolutely. So you wouldn't be neglecting your your child child. Right. So don't neglect your inner child. Treat your inner child like an extension of your regular children, because that, you know, realistically, you wouldn't neglect your children. Right. I would hope at least I would hope you guys aren't neglecting your children. Don't neglect your inner child. It is the same concept. Right. So. The same way you would treat your child, you would feed them, you would make sure they, they get enough sleep, you would make sure that they have what they need. Do the same thing for your inner child. Understand that that's what they need. And uh, again, I hearken back to the, the first two podcasts of this series, right? You're not going to know the age of onset of your inner child until you've done the work of getting reacquainted with him and then doing the reparenting. Once you've done those two steps, you, you'll have a much better grasp of where your inner child is in terms of the development, right? You're either dealing with like uh, an infant, a toddler, you know, a preteen, a teen. You'll know where that is. You'll know what they need and how and how to move forward from there. Exactly. And something that you just mentioned, which we talk about in the, um, you know, the reacquainting is that we have different ages of inner children in us. And I just want to say it's not a five. It's not just a five year old because different stages of our lives, we experience different traumas or adversity. So if in the first two years of life, you didn't get that nurturance you needed, there'd be some attachment. So if you're feeling needy and all of that stuff all the time, or you're feeling like you're not heard, 
that's probably, you know, toddler. And then, you know, so it's just really important that you listen to that podcast because it's going to help you say, oh, this is when my teenager is acting out. How would you treat a teen? Because you're not going to reparent your teenage inner child like you would a two-year-old. You know, you're not going to give them a timeout. You're going to sit down and say, let's take a car ride and figure out what's going on. Exactly. At different times, you'll find these different ages, right, in your personality and how you're – so it's it's important to go back again know have the framework in place first then put the plan implement your plan in because that's all you need all these steps in order to reintegrate your inner child exactly so i think you know if you if you haven't already like i said if you've stumbled on this one first go back listen to those two do it as a you know homework assignment you know it's going to take some time and i think that if you can just start there you're going to start finding that you're going to understand yourself a little bit more. And when we can feel understood and understand, that's where balance and peace comes. Yeah, absolutely. And we're taking this journey with you. We're still at the beginning stages of integrating our inner child. So I'm hoping even though we're ending this series on the inner child, I'm hoping we can come back to it, you know, later on and tell you, you know, how our process has gone, what we've learned about reintegrating the inner child. And we can share all that stuff with you. And we'd love to hear from you guys if you're doing this with us. We'd love to hear how it's going, what's working, what isn't working, and maybe we can have you on the podcast to talk about it. Yeah, and I just want to say one thing. The In It Together podcast is now on Instagram. So if you are part of the Patreon family and you got the newsletter, it was the 30 days of journaling for December, which is awesome. If you are part of it, the Instagram is now up, In It Together podcast, where we'll be doing a lot more activities, a lot more engagement and you know community support. So definitely, if you haven't joined the Patreon family yet, consider it. You have to subscribe through us through Patreon to get access to the Instagram. And we're going to be doing a lot more. And we got a lot of plans coming into 2022. So we're excited about that. We're going to be doing our 50th episode. Crazy. Uh, soon. And we, we're looking to make it a huge episode uh, with a lot of guests. And hopefully you guys, some of you guys can join in. So make sure to subscribe with through Patreon. Uh, find us there. Uh, we're going to be launching our new website soon with all of our uh, social media platforms in there so you'll have easy access to everything. So make sure you're, you you stay tuned to that as well. So we'll wrap it up there. I hope you guys got something great from this podcast. Look forward to our next series and our next uh, dis- discussions. See you soon. So guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at Ask.Courtney, on Instagram at AskCourtney underscore, and on YouTube at AskCourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys. So make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together. So stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.